welcome to the next episode of High Buds. Hi Buds, welcome to this week's episode. It's uh, my choice uh, of uh, what we're going to talk about this week. So we're actually going to be talking about sort of ghosts and all things supernatural uh, and things of uh, in that sort of subject topic. Um, so, have you guys done any research or do you want me to kick off with uh, where I was going to take it this week? Well, I did a little bit of reading in preparation for the episode. I quite enjoy the supernatural, to be honest with you. I've been called a bit of a cult myself. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to getting into it. Um, but if you, you, I'm happy with uh, whoever wants to go first can go first. But uh, I'm pretty thrilled about what I'm bringing. Yeah, you ease us in, uh, Mark. And I've done a little bit of reading on um, ghosty stuff. And, I mean, I quite like that stuff anyway. So uh, it's right up my alley. But I reckon you start us because you chose. Sweet. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's actually been quite a hard thing to research, i found, because most of it is just, um, like, movie plots that you end up trying to read through to try and get some actual some actual good stuff i, I found it's quite hard um, yep. but anyways just to to start us off in terms of ghosts um according to statistics it's one in five americans believe that ghosts definitely exist um which i think i don't know so to start off like I think that's quite a scary stack. So I'm I'm a non-believer myself. I don't believe they exist. Do you guys do it? Do you guys believe that they exist? And have you ever had an experience with a ghost? It's going to be the first question to to sort of see what which side of the fence we all lie on. So if you want to if you want to pave the way, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so for me personally, so I used to be a bit more on the fence about it. I feel I felt like um, supernatural in general, maybe not even necessarily in the way of ghosts, but afterlife, all that other stuff, right? I was a bit more on the fence about it, and then I started watching ghost hunting TV shows, and those guys are trying hard to get some content. They are really working it, man. They're, they're putting in so much effort to try and capture something, and the fact that none of them have is um, it's really shaken my confidence in ghosts in general, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm really not convinced. I've never seen anything convincing in terms of footage. It's a cool idea and it's fun to think about, but do I think it's legit? No. Do I think it's a good way of preserving history and like horrors that happened in the past? Yeah, I do. So I think it serves a purpose. I'm just not sure if that purpose is uh, parascientific. Got you. What about yourself, Aaron? Where do you sit um, on it? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty much on the other side, but that's just because, like, I thought <laughs> I saw something um, when I was, like, living somewhere once, and I don't know, I think, like, when you, like, it's, like my thing with it always is, is, like, uh, like, all this, this, like, most Horton stuff's all bollocks, and it's just, like, some bloke stood, like, slamming doors and shit, and I think that stuff's a bit... Yeah. Like all the all the shows and stuff are just there for the entertainment, but um, like what? I think something touched my leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I was, um, I was living in this like hostel that used to be a nursery back in like the eighteen hundreds, like a really old building, and I was on the phone just like staring out this window, and like I saw that you know how you can like see a reflection at night in the wood, like in the window. Yeah. Like I saw some like little girl stood behind me, and I fucking shit my pants 
but like could make that is spooky but as like, fuck. But like not not just like a all oh, that's like a like a, a speck of something. Like could like make out like everything, and it just like like before that I was always a bit like eh, like. I want it to be. I want them to be real because it's cool. Um, it'd be like a cool thing, like if they existed. But after that, I was a bit like, I don't know. It just shut me up to the point where I was like, I think there's something, but I don't think anybody really knows. Did you move out afterwards? I moved rooms, yeah, because it was like a hostel with like different rooms, and that was like the bigger room on that floor. How did you ask them to move rooms? Did you have to ask someone's permission? Uh, well, I just asked one of the other people. I was like, "Do you want my room?" And my room was bigger. Then their room. Did you tell them it was haunted? No. <laughs> oh no, 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 I did mention it. But everyone, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, of course it is, kind of thing, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, I wouldn't believe like, you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, of course you can sure that. Yeah, I'll have the big room. But like, no, fuck that. I wasn't staying there any longer. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. Especially when you see something like that, because it's in your head at that point. Yeah, You're never going to yeah. have a good night's sleep in that bedroom. I get weirded out when a spider's too close to my bed, let alone like a fucking ghost. Fuck that. Yeah, I. It'd be weird. I, th- I think having that experience would tilt you either way. Um, but to be fair, it's probably just one of the other kids shitting you up, dressing up for like one of the one of the other kids in a white dress, like the, like no, no, because it was like it was my room. It was my room. The door was locked. So like, I used to lock it when I used to, used to like go in there. Cause it like, oh, had, all had like inside locks because they were like separate rooms. Was she in like old timey clothes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like horrible. Yeah, like. like like, ugh, yeah. it was. It was like. I wonder, at what point do things go from being old-fashioned to spooky? Because it's really interesting. When have you ever seen like um, really old Halloween photos of like people in like the early 1900s getting ready for Halloween, and they have a picture as a group because they've made all their costumes at home. They're fucking terrifying. They'll have like a sackcloth hood with some holes cut out of, and for them it's the same as like dressing up as Spider-Man. Yeah, but for yeah. me, living in the future, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, why would you leave the house like that? It looks terrifying. I fucking hate it. God, yeah. So here's one for you then. Would you? Willingly, or how much would you have to be paid to go and stay in a, a one of these so-called haunted houses? Like some of the, they, they reckon there's about, well, hundreds of properties over America and, and loads in the UK because we've got got a lot of uh, even older properties. How long do you re- like? Would how much do you need to be paid to to stay in one for a night? Uh, honestly, for free if. We went to a haunted house, sat in the most haunted location of the house and recorded an episode of the podcast. They wouldn't have to pay me. I would be up for it because I think it would be a fun thing to do. We could leave right afterwards, but um, I, they wouldn't have to pay me. Yeah, no, you've I, got to stay there for the whole night. It's in the winter, uh, so the night's there long. For the night, I, um, if the content was good enough, like if I could get a Twitch live stream of people watching it... Um, You're going to be saying bro, someone's I, touched your leg? Really, it's legit. Just uh, giving yeah, you a tick. Look, feeling cold, feeling cold in the middle of the night, coming <laughs> over for a quick spoon. I would. Uh, like, oh, something's on my leg. <laughs> I would. Uh, I, I would do it for free if I was with people. If I had to be on my own, then I'd probably have to do it with money. I, I'd... The only thing is, if you were on a Twitch live stream or something, you can never plan what's going to happen. Like in the morning, I'd wake up and be like, "This ghost pissed on me. I don't know how it happened." <laughs> <laughs> But just, just imagine, like, what would you do, like, if someone, like, if obviously if you're there 
and then there's someone else in the property and they're trying to fuck with you. Like, do you reckon you just oh, shit yourself and run out paid, the man. closest window or door or... Fuck, I'd hate that shit. Now, now you have to pay me money. If like, um, you know, like old American houses, they have big crawl spaces in the walls. Yeah. yeah. If you had like a team of people, say about five people in different parts of the house inside the crawl spaces, but you didn't know they were there, and their job was to just move shit around when you turn around, or like just make noises and make things creak and that sort of thing, or like. I'm gonna reach my arm out, move this rocking chair, and then disappear back into the wall. So when you walk past a room, you just see this chair moving on its own. Fuck that, you'd have to pay me thousands. I'm not, I'm not, especially if I didn't know about it, fuck that. Yeah, the eyes are moving like in that. the paintings. Oh, God. Bro, I'd never be able to go somewhere rickety ever again. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be able to buy a house that wasn't a new build. I'd be like, no one's touched this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But just imagine how classy it'd be being those people in the walls. Like, absolutely Bro, that is a dream someone. fucking job. A dream job. That would be so much fun. Going around one of those big old Victorian houses living in the walls. That would be hilarious. Yeah. What, what if, seeing like, people absolutely <laughs> shit their pants. But, but what if, like, yeah, man. your job is, like... So it's just, like, say the job is, like, one... It's only one person at a time that's, like, doing all the go shit. So it's your shift... And then you hear knocking, but you haven't done it. <laughs> like that would be. <laughs> Mate, you'd be through oh. that. You'd be through that plasterboard oh. as quick as possible, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you lot were out, we're out, we're going. <laughs> the people would be like, what the yeah. Fuck if there was someone guy? else in there with you, and you were meant to be on your own, it would be like, I'm never going in again, <laughs> you bastards. Because you know you'd have to make the place look creepy to get tickets sold in the first place. Yeah. So you'd have that compounding anything. Yeah, man, that'd be fucking horrid. Because you wouldn't be able to have it well lit or anything. It'd just be you and the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, no. Great entertainment. So, if I move it on slightly uh, away from ghosts, somewhat more to the supernatural again. Have you guys heard about some of the stories where mostly young children have turned around to their parents and said somewhat in passing comments highlight they've got a recollection of past lives uh i've heard a lot of like people i know have said before about like they'll have memories of like a grandparent standing at the end of the bed but say like the grandparent died before they were born or something like that yeah but they have a pretty vivid memory of what that person looked like even though they'd never seen a photo those things i've heard about uh, okay see there's a I, there's not even a few there's loads of stories online of, of, of this going on there was there's one based over here in the uk where a, um, a kid that was born somewhere in the middle east i think um remembered everything about a bedroom of a child that died i think it was on the same day he was born um, a child died and he was an Everton fan. It was only a young lad between like the ages of eight and 12. I think and this I kid could this. literally describe the bedroom, like the posters that were on the wall. And his parents, the parents of the child that had died, hadn't changed it. They'd sort of left it as a bit of a muriel to, to, to the kid. Um, but this kid made it over from the Middle East and literally could have described the whole room, which I think is wild. Um, that is wild. 
and, and there's lots where um, like you can read through them and they're quite creepy like the, there was one where um, one kid just said like when he was like two or three like oh I, I know how to use this to his parents it was a, um, a bottle opener corkscrew opener um, and the parents like he's never seen one before he's like two or three only just started speaking and they went oh what do you use it for and they went opening wine I used to open bottles of red wine and I just think like that sort of stuff is just it's weird but it, I suppose it depends where you sit on the spectrum of what happens to you at death and where you go um, so that's going to be my next little segment is after after you die because of these stories what do you think happens if you've got a religious theory that you go into heaven and hell or do you think that you carry on and you're taking a new form so if we start with start with Aaron first yeah, yeah. I, I don't know man like it's it's a <laughs> I try not to think about it too much sometimes <laughs> because like it just bums me out a little bit like because I'm not I'm not like I'm not afraid of dying per se but like the thought of like everything just ending kind of just like sucks so I like to think that there is something after. I couldn't tell you what or what I would prefer. Like if I prefer to go to just like something like heaven and, and just live in this magical place for the rest of whatever it is, or like whether I come back as something. Like even if I came back as somebody else without any memories, at least I'm still like doing something there. Like I would know I'm doing it. I might not know what I've done before, but like the idea that like it all just ceases to exist, just like, it's just a bit depressing on my heart. Like, it fucking sucks. You know? Yeah, I get you. But like, I, 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 don't, I don't really... I don't outright believe that there's nothing. Because you... Who are we to say? We don't fucking know, do we? But, like, no, I don't yeah. massively we believe... We don't even know something. really why we sleep. So there's loads of things that we haven't figured out yet. Yeah, it, it, yeah exa- exactly. Like... I, I don't know. It's like... There's, there's 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 things that we've just been talking about there about like people like remembering memories of what is pe- for people before, um, and we we I mean we're never gonna know if there's nothing because nobody would come back to tell us anything, you know. So, what about yourself then, Chris? What what are you? What are your thoughts on? Uh... Uh, for me, this is something I have thought about. I've given it some thought in the past. Um, I'll be honest, uh, there's not so much like I have one definitive theory, but I'm pretty comfortable with all the theories, to be honest. I can't see my life being so terrible that some benevolent, omnipotent being would condemn me to hell. Even, you know, on account of the drugs and porn, I think, like, (laughs) I, I, I can't... I just can't see anyone being like, well, that's a deal breaker. You don't get to come to the club. I just, I think it's ridiculous. Like, you made me. You, you, you gave me the desires and then someone profits off it and it's my fault. Fuck you. How dare you? But in terms of life after death and that kind of thing, um, I don't know. I quite enjoy the parascience idea of like, um, like your because energy it doesn't disappear it always turns into something else you know like heat will turn into sound or like kinetic energy xyz like it all transforms into something else and so the idea of you having like a fragment of you left over and moving into something else it's a cool idea that whole like light at the end of the tunnel is the same as you being born i don't know it's a cool thought i'm not particularly convinced by it 
but more what I'm interested in is uh, getting a little more grim. Um, I, I went to go and see Auschwitz um, a long time ago as part of a school trip and all of so bear in mind Auschwitz is this just brutal brick monument to murder mm. um, and the memory of it but around it is all really quite lush beautiful green because no one wants to build a hotel next to Auschwitz right but on top of that it's where they like dumped out all the ash from the murdered Jews and that kind of thing it's really nourished the soil in the environment around it so all the greenery is really green and all the water's particularly clear and there was a part of me that was quite comforted by the idea of like looking at that as life after death where it's like if I was going to be buried I almost feel like it would be a shame for me to be buried in a coffin where I wouldn't be worm food because I feel like being worm food is part of you giving back because you take plenty and you're always eating and that kind of thing, but then something else needs to take a part of you. And in that way, you sort of like, you don't necessarily live forever, but like, if, say you plant a tree over someone's corpse and then their body's used for nurturing the tree. I just think it's, um, I like the, I find it quite charming more so than sprinkling, la sprinkling ashes and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not even so much like a reincarnation thing. It's just, I feel like that's, you're meant to contribute as much as other things contribute to you. It's just a food chain thing. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like spiritual en energy and that kind of thing, reincarnation would be dope. Um, love that idea. That would be fucking awesome. If I could come back as a big dick billionaire for all my good <laughs> deeds, I dig it. Um, am I convinced it would happen? No, especially with all the drugs and porn, I'd probably come back as like a worm. Um, but. <laughs> You know, like, uh, I don't know, I just think, I don't rule anything out, but out of all the options, I haven't really heard one, I mean, of course, they're trying to sell you their religion, but, like, I haven't really heard one theory where I was like, oh, I wouldn't want that happen to me, because I always picture myself on the good side of the scale. I think I do more good than bad, so, eh. That's fair. I think I'm, I'm comforted in the knowledge of whatever happens to me, even if it's just lights off and it's like I'm sleeping. I fucking love my sleep. I sleep so much. So if that's just the end all be all, I sleep till I'm not. That's all right by me. Got you. Sweet. Yeah, so uh, my next question for you guys was going to be, as we as has talked about, his, his transfer of energy strategy, uh, not strategy, but sort of, expectation with, with how things sort of what happens when you die which I've got to say I, I sort of agree with and, and I'm quite hopeful for but if you had to pick anything to come back as what would that be like I assume it would be an animal um, you can't pick human because um, that's I think I'd probably go something more along the lines of... I'm trying to think what has quite a beautiful existence. Um, there's not a lot, because we kill most things. Um, you wouldn't want to be endangered, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> it's hard enough getting laid now, and there's loads of people. Jesus, could you imagine being like a... <laughs> could you imagine being a polar bear in this day and age? You'd be fucking miserable all the time. Um, I'm not a strong swimmer anyway, so I'd be fucking useless as a polar bear. <laughs> Uh, I think I'd, um, oh man, it's such a tough one because even like coming back as a dog, you can't guarantee you're going to have a, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what yeah. you're getting. Some people are pieces of shit. 
Come on then, if you've got if you've got to pick something. Uh, a queen bee, a queen bee of a hive would be sick. I'd love that shit. Okay, that's a uh, quite a cool choice. See, I'd go for being a bird. I'd want to be like a, a falcon or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool to fly. I think it'd be quite a it's one of those nice things. What about you, Aaron? Uh, I think I would want to be uh, very much well the same as you, like a bird. But I think I'd want to be like like an eagle or something like that. Like, yeah. Because they are pretty much at the top of their food chain, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say they're definitely the top of their food chain. There's not much taking out an eagle. No, and like we don't really kill them really at the rate that we kill other things, do we? Because we don't really do anything with them. And especially if like, even if you're in America, no fucker hunts eagles because it's like the symbol of your country. Yeah, exactly. So it just yeah, depends like, where you end up. T- eagles to them is swans to us, isn't it? Basically, yeah. A swan's not a bad shout either because people will even let you off if you break something. Yeah. You don't want to be a true. pigeon though, do you? Like... Geese and swans, that's pretty good. Pigeon would be shit. Rats would be worse. Yeah. Rat- oh, there's plenty uh, of things uh, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, rats wouldn't be top of my list, but if I came back as a rat, like, mm, there it are depends, worse things. It depends where be. you are, man. The idea of being a rat in like the countryside would be nice. The idea of being a rat in the inner city would be disgusting. Depends whether it- you have your own sense and awareness that. Like, because we look at it now, but if you are just a rat living a rat's life and you have no knowledge of prior, you, you like, you're not looking at. I guess, oh, that, but there's just something about crawling horrible. through tunnels in the dark, trying to scavenge for every single meal that seems like a miserable existence to me. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to come back as like a pig or a cow on a farm or something like that. I don't know, man, because, like, especially, like, free-range chicken, they make sure you have a good time before you go. Yeah, but it's, like, how humane are they going to end it? Oh, you want to hear something fucked up I saw the other day? Have you heard about the (laughs) VR goggles they're putting on some cows in America to increase milk yield? Uh, I did did, did hear something about... They're putting VR goggles on. You know, like, regular VR goggles, but it's of, like, you know the Windows XP home screen, basically? It's, like, beautiful pastures of green, and because the cows are, like, happy, they produce more milk. It's literally, they're doing the Matrix, but on cows. I was going to say, that's the Matrix. It's fucked up, man. What the fuck? I get that we're living in the future or whatever, but fuck that. You You can stick that up your ass. That's bullshit. But sure... It's disgusting, yeah, giving them a fake reality whilst they're inside a barn and you're just trying to convince them that they live inside the Windows XP screensaver. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. That is no life. But also, like, the cost of having those VR headsets made, like, you can't surely cover those costs with an extra... Like, milk is that cheap. You, you've got to get some yeah. serious amounts of milk out of these cows extra to make it worthwhile. If not, you may as well just put them in an actual fucking pasture like of grass fields. Like, it could Jesus. be one of those things that it's just a cooler idea on paper though. You know what I mean? Like some things sound cool and to someone that's gonna sound like the future. Whereas to me, it just sounds creepy and weird. Yeah, I, I, well, thing it is, I mean- It sort of morally bankrupt. I Like you watch The Matrix, no one wants to be in it. There's only one person that wants to be in it, and he's a villain in the movie. 
yeah it's uh thing is that's an american food <laughs> that is how it? americans I mean, do things yeah give them growth hormones and vr headsets and enjoy your burger yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah have we have we spoken about american food on the on the pod before so I, uh, I believe uh, we have I think we've discussed a little bit but we've got to stay on topic stay on topic yeah we, we will we will I'll uh, I'll use that actually as a, as a bit of a cut to our, our main thing which is ghost so uh, we won't talk about Casper the ghost even though he is a childhood favourite of mine um, he's the we, quintessential we'll, ghost oh yeah he's uh, great, great the main guy. ghost yeah I mean, anyone who's our age in England, I'm sure, will know Casper the Ghost. Um, Didn't he have a dog in some spin-off too? Probably every every um, popular character had a dog in some like. That's some... true. That is true. Yeah, if you were running out of ideas, give it an animal. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, just a few little ghost stories that um, I picked up on one of them. Um, I'm trying to go for the larger ones, okay. or in, in, in at least places people will know. Um, so, of course, the Tower of London. Of course. Um, it's like 900 years old, probably even older than that. Um, and I mean, that many people have been killed off there by our old kings and queens. It's not a surprise that there's rumours of it being haunted. Um, the one story is of a young lady who was the cousin to King James um, a fair few hundred years ago now. She was sent to the tower as a punishment for marrying someone without the king's consent. Um, and the story goes that she is still wandering the halls because she's still serving her time. She was never actually released. She must have died there. Um, another thing is supposedly there's a phantom bear don't know how the bears got there but supposedly it's also haunting the tower and the uh, the reason this story came to light was supposedly a a guard who saw so-called phantom bear in the in the 1900s uh dropped dead from shock most likely just a heart attack and the doctors at the time didn't know what the hell was going on <laughs> But he saw the bear. He saw the bear. I, I won't. I won't ruin the story. Um, and yeah, supposedly the, there's a bear knocking around, which I think is quite oddly, you know, like in the middle of a city. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, that's uh, a question for you both. Just whilst we're on the subject, having spoken about cows and VR headsets and that kind of thing, um, especially for uh, you, Aaron, if you're if you're leaning towards supernatural and uh, seeing yeah. ghosts, that kind of thing, would you yeah, say yeah. animals have ghosts, or do you think that seems unreasonable? Um, I, I, I don't know. This is a thing with it. Like when I say I'm more on that side, like I'm not a clue how it, any of it would work. Um, but I would say no. Because um, it always seems I to emotions of like anguish or torment but it seems yeah. difficult for a creature that doesn't have reasoning to really well up those massive emotions doesn't it I'd love it a drop dead of shock when I see that ghost cow in its VR headset <laughs> at least it'll be a happy ghost 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice slip on the milk. <laughs> yeah. Because most ghosts have normally done something wrong or got a problem with the world when they died that yeah. keeps them around. That's so, so much the story, isn't it? Um, but obviously, you look at a lot of the footage these days. I mean, we, we've already spoken and mentioned how comical uh, and desperate some of the, uh, the programs in the early 2000s, Ghost yep. Hunters, those sort of things are. Um, and there's been a few that have done the rounds on Twitter. More recently, uh, videos that supposedly uh, got paranormal activity in them. And it's CGI or it's people taking their piss. Um, but I don't know, I, I think I prefer the older, the older stuff um, in terms of the ghost stories. I'll be honest, I'm um, all for legitimate paranormal investigation. You don't have to, like, you can still make it entertaining by showing me methods that you're attempting to use to discover ghosts. I'm not against it by any stretch. You don't have to fake it, because I feel like the faking it is more boring to me than actually someone having a machine and being like, oh, this picks up on electromagnetic readings, blah, 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 and then going around haunted areas. i be honest, I'm into it. Whereas when it's like, obviously, someone like holding a night vision camera this close to their face so you can't see anything and then they just tell you what's happening to them. I saw something in the corner, I saw this, I saw that and it's just their reactions. Well now I know yeah. you're lying, otherwise you'd be showing it to me. Yeah, show me the corner. Yeah. It's, uh, what about you Aaron? Have you, have you got any favourite stories uh, that pop to mind? Famous stories, or like, have you got an opinion on the TV shows that, like, have you watched any of the TV shows? Because I've, I've seen a few episodes. I they just annoy me now, to be honest. Like the Ghost Hunter. Yeah, I, 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 th I think them. the TV shows are just too fake, aren't they? There's like, I watched this thing. Um, I watched this thing on YouTube called Nukes Top Five, which is like videos of like that people have just done. So like, if me and you thought there was like a barn. With the ghost and we went in with like our phones, like stuff like that, rather okay. than like, this is my paranormal team and we're going to the most haunted prison in America. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's none of that shit. It's more, in fact, Buzzfeed Unsolved was on there a couple of weeks ago. Buzzfeed Unsolved is good shit, man. I actually like that show, but it, it, that it has like, convinced was, me that ghosts aren't real. It was on there. It was well, well, one of the episodes. It was like the lighthouse episode, and the the thing that I watch watch. It's like a guy and he like people will like send him clips or like he'll just be looking for clips and then he will like kind of like present new things so in this BuzzFeed and Solved you know the guy that's sceptical yep. he's walking down these steps and then the guy who like presents this like Nukes Top 5 pauses the frame and you can see like a figure stood like in the background which he didn't notice uh, but the guy from BuzzFeed and Solved didn't notice um, and that was pretty cool well that was on there so like I, wa I watched that rather than like fucking ghost adventures almost haunted. Yeah, I sort of, I trust a stranger with a camera phone more than someone who's obviously profiting from it. Because the bit that gets me is like, we live in a society now where we've all had pretty good educations, that sort of thing. Like, we can somewhat see through at least the easier lies. Imagine what it had been like in the 1600s or in other countries where you're more likely to believe the truth or like you haven't had that education. So what someone tells you 
he's the God's honest truth. It is real. Yeah. Like looking back, eight, nine hundred years. Well, and the thing is, like, you would have been going to church every Sunday, so you're a hundred percent believed in the afterlife. So then, from ghosts, is not a stretch at all from believing in heaven. Yeah. Because not everyone right. gets in, right? So they got to go somewhere. They could still be hanging around. Yeah. And uh, I, th I think that would be pretty petrifying, like, because yep. we laugh and joke and sort of don't think it's real or Aaron has had his his experience and you sort of, you can sort of sit up whichever side of the fence you want. Um, but I think possibly people potentially more... I think gullible's probably the wrong word, but more easily it's led. I think easily led, but partially it's like when that's what you like when you go to like Sunday school and all that other stuff, like education is better now. We're not any smarter than people used to be. We just have better education, like you say. So when part of your education was technically the paranormal because you're learning so much about religion, it seems significantly more plausible because it's like, well, this isn't what I know to be true. And therefore an extension of that it's not like it's logical it makes perfect sense and you're still using deductive reasoning it's just the basis of your information isn't necessarily accurate mm -hmm. yeah no I agree so anyways you've, you've told me Chris that you've actually done some research into I have indeed some more stories I have so, indeed. Uh, let, let's have a listen to to one of your stories. Well, 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 allow me to begin. Um, so picture this, it is Halloween, and it is early 1980s. Let me find the exact date for you. So what I found was a BBC TV show called Ghost Watch from 1992 that had Michael Parkinson as a presenter. Another presenter um, called Sarah something or other that was like a known children's TV producer. It was the brainchild of a horror writer called Stephen Volk who basically, they wanted to make something for Halloween. He wanted to make like a six part documentary series, but in the end they settled on a single 90 minute episode. What they were gonna do, they, in the Radio Times, it was clear that it was a spoof and it was fake, but not everyone reads the Radio Times. So the way they pictured it in the thing, they sort of made it, it's kind of like an episode of Crime Watch where Michael Parkinson is the presenter and there's a phone number that you can ring in if, if you have your own ghost stories and this other stuff. And they were going to investigate paranormal activity in a house up in the north of London. So they go to the house, they put up cameras around the house, but they made sure that they did stuff like they use like home video cameras so it looks more realistic. Yeah. And they just fucked with the audience big time because of course it's back in the 90s, no one can rewind their TV live, right? So what they did was, like, there were some things like these two girls are in a bedroom asleep and they believe the house is being haunted by the ghost of a dead man. And at one okay. point, you can see him standing in the corner next to the curtain watching these kids sleep. And then it cuts back to the studio and they're talking and then, like, Michael Parkinson puts his hand on his ear and he's like, I'm just getting told there was a, there was a man in the corner of the room on the last footage. Let's play the footage back. Then they play the footage again, but this time he's not standing there. And they pretend that they've rewound it when in reality it's different footage to begin with. So loads yeah. of people were convinced, like more convinced that it was a ghost because it wasn't there on the second go around, but they knew they'd seen it, but they couldn't prove it. So people were getting like real sort of like frenzied about like these ghosts exist and they're showing it. And then like it really ramps up towards the end where there's like one of the little girls gets possessed 
and they've got like they've you know we were saying about the haunted house people hiding in the walls they faked yeah. poltergeist imagery and there's shit like flying off the shelves and move around the house here's the thing though it came to the end of the show um one of the presenters gets pulled into the dark and she like the t- kids tv presenter just disappears she gets like pulled away somewhere and no one knows where she's gone. Um, another guy also disappears, but they were just behind the scenes there, like toasting with champagne, like, oh, we've done it. We've we've done it, we've we've completed the show. And the only person left at the end is Michael Parkinson, sort of like standing in this sort of like fake crime watch set, looking around baffled, like, what the fuck happened? They were all on location. Where have they gone? I can't see where they've gone. And then the episode ends, right? Now, the telephone number they put up earlier on, they were really excited by the story because they, like, it's good acting. It's a really clever sort of spoof. The issue is it was so good that people were convinced by it to a fairly significant degree. So much so the, um, tele- like, the telephone number that they'd given out to people to phone up was uh, jammed because they had so many calls coming in. A lot of people were just bummed out because they felt like they'd been tricked and they'd lost all faith in the BBC because they were like, you've let me down and made me feel like an asshole on Halloween, which, you know, fuck off, grow up here. The other ones were like, some people, because this woman was a kid's TV, TV presenter, they'd sat down to watch it with their children. And then they watched the <laughs> fucking... <laughs> they watched the presenter maybe die on camera. And it's like, where's she gone? No one knows. And that traumatised some kids. The biggest one in particular was like, they um, made a big thing of... Um, they called the ghost Pipes because he was always banging on the water pipes around the house, which of course back in the 90s with much older boilers was a really common noise. You're going to hear banging coming through your pipes because it's just air in the pipes, right? Yeah. But they've made that correlation so that you're thinking, oh, maybe there's a ghost in my house. Well, some people really fucking thought there was. One person in particular, this poor young man, who what, I'm uh, not going to say his name, just whilst he was watching the thing, he just started getting really... He was transfixed by it, like, re- like curled up in a ball and was watching it. For some reason, his parents didn't turn it off. Weird. <laughs> um, but they carried on watching it. And then for days afterwards, he kept hearing like the radiators would bang and stuff. And he was really convinced something was going on. In the end, he committed suicide. He left a note in his pocket. And it was basically, if ghosts are real, I'll join them. And I'll keep a watch over you, blah, 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 blah. Fucking Jesus. depressing as shit. But the BBC documentary was genuinely, for people at the time, that convincing... The, um, the amount of people there was a priest that phoned in using the line who thought that they'd summoned demonic forces um, speaking of people being gullible in the early 1900s this is 1992 um, you know like it's just it's unbelievable it's honestly unbelievable it's pretty impressive um, it is pretty impressive from a technical standpoint that they're able to dupe people to that extent and you've got to give credit to the performances of like um what's his name uh mike uh F- michael parkinson and that kind of thing like great work by all everyone involved it's just such a pity in the way it's ended but it does remind me strongly of um did you hear about when they first read out war of the worlds on the radio no um, about the alien attack so war of the worlds as you know is a science fiction novel about aliens coming to earth and killing people so their uh, radio hosts i forget where in america i think it was read out excerpts from it as though it was actually happening so it was like and these large spider-like shooting lasers there was fucking i think there was a quite a few suicides around the area 
because people were listening to it and they thought it was legit. They were like, aliens are coming, they're gonna kill us all, I'm going out on my terms. And no fucking shit, they genuinely did it. It's um, impressive to the extent at which you can evoke hysteria and mass psychosis, literally from just stories and television. Really would, amazing, really amazing. Were they Americans then that were in it a lot? So was that English as well? That, what was that, sorry? Was a lot of where, English, where they were doing the, uh, the readings of the War of the I Worlds. think that, that America was America, was but I haven't got an article on that, so don't quote me on it. The other one I had facts. <laughs> I think it might have been England because it was like a radio show originally. Uh, yeah, Before it definitely was a radio hacks, show, but I don't know where. But I'm pretty sure that I one think, ended in suicides as well. I, I think it was all. I think it was. I know that the original radio show is British. But yeah, pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. But compared to like TV shows now, you know, we were saying about the shitty. Oh, it touched my leg. It did that. It did the other. That, from a technical standpoint, great television. And like when you compare it to something like um, Only Ways Essex and all that other stuff, where it sort of blurs the line between what's scripted and what isn't scripted. They were doing mm. that well ahead of their time. It's just such a pity it ended in the way it did because you just would never expect it when you're writing it. You don't think you could write anything that convincing, do you? But, um, yeah. No. Well, you wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be able to do it now, though, would they? If they tried no, to do that no. now, too many Well, you'd like, just rewind on your own worse. TV, wouldn't you? And then they wouldn't yeah. be able to do half the kinky fuckery that they did. But it was cool for the time, very cool. Um, but that, I just thought it was interesting looking into like paranormal investigations more so like in their portrayal in popular culture. Um, it's definitely, there's definitely a psychological element to it. How much of it is paranormal is difficult to say, but I mean, um, just a fascinating topic in general. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Anyways, I think that's uh, where we'll leave it for this episode. So thank you, boys, both for your time. Thank you to the listeners for... Uh, for joining on, listening to us, us ramble through another topic that, that interests us. Shout out and, to New uh, Jersey. Yeah, shout out to New <laughs> Jersey. We're, we're going to do that at the every end of episode, Every episode until the analytics <laughs> changed. We're, we're keeping it on, New Jersey. Where we're is everyone else as well? Ohio. Uh, it was, New yeah, Jersey, Ohio. New Jersey and Ohio. Our favourite states. So we need to do... Oh, so you have to do OH and then IO is what they uh, chant in the Ohio... Um, just you wait. Hi, Buds American World Tour coming football. to a city near you. <laughs> just you wait. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll put our social media up at the end of the episode. Uh, as always, if you want to get involved on the Instagram, please do. Um, thanks to everyone for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you later, Buds. Yeah. Tell us about your ghost stories. Bye, yeah, guys. message in. And if um, we do drive anyone to commit suicide, please don't tell us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's hybrids underscore podcast. That's the Instagram. You got to put the app beforehand, and then the email is hybrids.podcast at gmail.com. Boom, smashed it. Au revoir. <laughs>